welcome to Dead House. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is a horror movie podcast uh, created by myself, Dylan, and my friend here. Nathan. And uh, we just thought it'd be fun to create a podcast where we just talk about uh, our favorite horror movies and um, scary moments in cinema. Uh, we've been friends for... Jesus how long have we been friends? Christ. Uh, you put a number on that? 13, 13 years, <laughs> give or take. Since what, grade 8, 9, 10, something like that? High school? Yeah. Juniors? I think, I think it's about 13 years. God. Yeah, and uh, one of the things I think that we bonded over back in the day and, and to this day is definitely our shared love of horror. Scary things. Scary things. Deep, dark things that stay in our mind <laughs> 2 a.m. in the morning. Our childhood trauma <laughs> is uh, one, of, one of the things we have in common. Yes. Um, essentially, um, in this episode, the, the first episode, um, we just thought we would introduce ourselves and talk about the what the podcast is going to be, what you can expect from it before you invest your precious time into listening to two idiots talk shit. Two absolute morons with no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, so anyway, I'll give you a bit of background to, to the nightmare just to getting here. So I order these mics online and I, I've got these two mics that are sort of specifically designed for podcasting. And I bought them online from this computer shop. And when was that? That was like... Early to mid-January, six weeks later, the mics yeah. arrived at the doorstep. And um, yeah, here we are. Well, at least that up. was the last of the issues. It definitely didn't take an hour or whatever <laughs> no. to set it up and get it working. No, That's no. Right. Uh, we're recording at uh, my house. I live with my parents. We had them step out for an afternoon to have a, a coffee date. So we just we had to the house ex- extend their coffee date a little bit. Yeah, they're probably... I don't know what they'd be doing. Maybe they're... Driving around playing Pokemon Go. Uh, but this isn't a podcast about your parents. Shout out to As interesting as that would be. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, back, back to the point. Yeah, this is, a, this is a podcast called Dead House where Nathan and I are going to just talk about um, some of our favorite horror movies, yes. uh, some of our favorite moments Correct. in scary films. Uh, just any, anything horror related. Yeah, movies. yeah. That's right. We might talk about specific movies we might talk about subgenres and styles or mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. uh directors or directors. certain sort of titular characters yeah um all that kind of thing but yeah we thought today we'd just give you a bit of background on who we are for those of you who are listening and may not know <laughs> us personally or at least you know um not more than the guy you work with or that friend of a friend so mm-hmm. um what do you reckon nathan go through a bit of background on ourselves absolutely all right, it's like being back in school when you're like sitting in a circle. And Everyone like, has to stand up. My name is Nathan. Here's three interesting facts about me. Hi, Nathan. <laughs> no, 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 no. I guess I'll kick it off. Um, so, what? Uh, well, well, let's talk about our friendship for a bit. There, we mentioned before we've been friends for over a decade, and uh, one of the things we bonded over was horror. So, yep. I think um, way back when, like in high school, we used to have a lot of. All nighters, all nighters. You know, yeah. where there'd be like I don't know, anywhere between like five and ten of us at someone's house, just staying up past midnight watching scary movies. Yep. Um, not partying, not drinking, just watching no. scary movies. We we were tame children, and yeah, I think um, a, a lot of our sort of, uh, I guess, first watches of a lot of those films that we love to this day, we probably saw for the first time together, and um, I think we both brought a lot to the table from like our upbringing. Yep. I, I mean, like, to be fair, I think there were equally bad movies we saw at them <laughs> yes that, oh that's another thing so like whenever we talk about like movies we love it's often just going to be our favorites not necessarily the best we thought yeah. we better put that disclaimer we're not out film there. critics we're not students of film no. we just enjoy horror movies that's right that's right we have certain um, ones where we love the movie and it's absolute
absolute dog shit. <laughs> I remember one of our all-nighters was we had a bunch of us over at my place, I think, and we just watched the Saw franchise. <laughs> I don't know if we actually fit all seven in one night. We might have skipped a couple, but I remember starting off oh. strong. And then when we got to seven... Uh, we well at that time it was called the final chapter. Yeah, There's yeah, been like yeah, another, yeah. Two another two since then, since then. Um, uh, and it was. I think I definitely fell asleep between the fifth one and the seventh one. I remember, I remember falling asleep towards the end there as well. But I remember like the CGI was so bad by that point in the saga where you had like hot pink. You, you blood. don't like fluorescent blood? That's <laughs> I mean, great. It was cool to see Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park, uh, you know, peel himself off a car seat. But other than that, <laughs> I don't really remember anything past like three. To be honest, oh, apart God. from distinct traps. I mean, when I was younger, I think one of my favorites was, and I can't even remember if it's five or six, mm. just because of the, the twist at the end. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah. But yeah, but then I've, since I've grown out of those horrible opinions, <laughs> I realized, no, that was a bad movie. And mm. I think two, two is probably the best two. one of that. Two right? has the best soundtrack. I like I one think, for yeah. its simplicity, two for the soundtrack, and three for how it nicely wraps things up in a package before it just got was three the yeah, Jeff out of hand. Jeff Mann being slow. Uh, I remember three had like the hit and run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just takes forever. He's trying yeah. to save someone. He's like the doesn't rack. do a goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> enough about Saul. Um, yeah, and like on weekends we'd go to the movies. Our parents would drop us off, and we'd watch movies and stuff. But um, and in high school, uh, you're probably gonna cringe at me mentioning this, but Slender. The Slender game that went around. Stickman. Stickman, <laughs> our IT teacher called it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that went around our school on each other's USBs and, and that was always, that was fun. That was um, that was a good time. Uh, I think, I don't think we got a lot of work done and also the Slender <laughs> film was awful. Yeah, well, to be fair, it took like 10 years for them to make it. Yeah, and yeah. by that point, the whole Slender phenomenon had finished. It was nostalgic, but yeah, anyway... Um, what about you? Did you want to go first? Like talk about sort of pre, pre high school before we met. Like what before was your sort of fourteen? I didn't exist before we met. I'm the figment <laughs> of your imagination. <laughs> I'm actually recording this alone in my <laughs> bedroom. <laughs> you were really good. Uh, two voices. Let's see. I mean, we could talk about the first horror movies we could remember seeing, mm. which we've talked about before. This that we mentioned. That, turns yeah. out. Is uh, pretty much the same ones. Yeah, which was quite funny. We got coffee before this just to run through what we would talk about in the episode, and um, we were trying to think of what, uh, like, our memories are terrible. <laughs> we have terrible memories. Some cartridges are damaged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and yeah, we realized that uh, we, we both have distinct memories of seeing Scream at a very young age, and. And Jaws. And Jaws, yeah. Because that was... Because we worked it out today. So, like, you remember your family renting... What yep. was it? I was... <laughs> I figured it out because I remember on the same night we rented Jaws, we rented Monster House. <laughs> which, technically, I mean, it was also a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Just a bit of a childhood Just horror. for a different reason. <laughs> yeah. Also, two odd movies to rent. Monster House and then finish that off with a bit of Jaws. One for the kids. But, yeah. So, Monster House came out in 2006. Mm. So, I figured, give it a year. Maybe 2007. Yeah. So that means we would... So we would have been about, about 10. About 10, yeah. yeah. Cause, and uh, I remember <laughs> seeing Jaws around the same time. I would have been about 10. Because I remember like what house I was in. Um, I remember, you know, my parents were still together. I was sitting on the, the old couch we used to have. And I remember that scene where the, the kid dies on the little, in, you know, inflatable raft thing. Yep, yep. Where they have like the vertigo effect. Um, I, I remember that scene vividly in that house. So, yeah, I think we both saw those two films around 
the same time. That was probably our introduction to like classic horror. Mm. Yeah, I don't know which one came first, if it was Jaws or Scream, but mm. Scream I just remember because we were visiting some friends of the family or something. And yeah. My, my mother was across the road, not across the road, like the next house over mm. and they were watching some boxing match. <laughs> And we were we were in the next door. We're house. not the sporty type, by the no, way. No, as you can tell, we're recording sort of, a podcast sort of about horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they were over there watching boxing, and we were in the next next door neighbor's house. Mm. And they were my older siblings were watching a scream. Yeah, and I was terrified. I was couldn't handle it, so I had to sort of run back through mm. the dark across the houses to uh, go watch some yep. boring ass boxing. Yeah, and then my mum was like, "Oh, what are you what are you doing here?" Just a fun, just a nineties comedy just, yeah, called Scream. Yeah. Well, because I was scared because I was, a, you know, pretty child. Yeah. And yeah. then, some one of the person who was with my mother was like, "Oh, that's a that's a comedy, isn't it? That's not yeah. a horror movie." Well, that's and, one of the beautiful things about that film, isn't it? Well, it was, I came to learn later on that yeah. no, it's not scary at no, all. It's no. it's hilarious. It, it takes piss out of itself, but it owns it. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why it's aged yeah. so well, I think. Um, hell, they got like what a whole saga that's still going. Scream, what is it, six? Is about to drop in, yeah, in yeah, cinemas. Six, six. They made a show. Fuck, they did make a show, didn't they? Um, a good, wow. Well, yeah. Season one was good. Season two was average. Season three was awful. Mm. Um, yeah. So a- anything else outside of seeing some scary movies at a young age, do you think? Uh, I mean, even, I guess, before the movies, random folk tales, not even folk tales, what are they called? Urban legends. Oh, uh, yeah. And stuff like oh, that. So then you came across things like Jersey Devil, Chupacabra, that oh, kind yeah, of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to start getting into the... That sort of, I don't even know, cryptids or yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Cryptozoology yeah, or whatever. Stuff I've never even heard of though. Mm. Like if you're laying in bed, it's just someone with like a little girl or a little doll or something with like spikes on her shoes mm. would come up and like just step on you. Oh. And then I was terrified. <laughs> I, I, every night I was laying in bed terrified that some random little girl was going to step on me with spiked shoes. I used to play AFL when I was a kid and I can confirm that does hurt. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, on that note, I remember... Oh, man, this would be going back to... Yeah, I think I think about grade three. So I would have been less... I would have been younger than 10, around grade three. Um, I made some friends in primary school in Victoria who... Uh, we're based in Brisbane. Brisbane, Australia, by the way, for those of you who may not know. Um, our international listeners from the, the pilot. Um, I remember uh, I created this group with some friends called spook club i don't know if you've ever i don't know if i've ever told you this before i may have told you no, once and you've forgotten it spook club. i know it sounds cringe. that should be the name of this podcast it sounds so oh, cringe dang. but we would we would literally at like recesses and breaks we would sit underneath um like the wooden like park benches with like the table and chairs sort of thing and we would just tell scary stories <laughs> it would it would be like film horror film plots we'd seen <sighs> Scary urban legends we heard. It, yeah, it sounds so lame. But yeah, I created this thing called Spook Club. I'd love to be in a Spook Club. That's great. <laughs> You're in. It's actually a cult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're out slaughtering the, pigs now. We're actually recruiting. Um, <laughs> this is a, P- a PSA. But yeah, I remember that. So that was going back. That would have been from obviously seeing horror films as a kid, I think, and, mm-hmm. and um, reading a lot of horror. But yeah, like... Other than that, I mean, I am a huge Simpsons fan, as you know. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and some of the earliest episodes I remember seeing, and to this day, my favorites were the Treehouse of Horror. Treehouse of Horror episodes, and um, one of my favorite episodes of all time, and one that I probably quote on almost a daily basis, is Super Happy Fun Slime. Yeah, it is the very first Treehouse of Horror, um, which had Bad Dream House, and um, well, that's like horror 
that kids can enjoy. Yeah. It's not, it's not scary by any means. Well, I'm pretty sure it's that same episode where they've got the Edgar Allan Poe one, the Raven. Yeah, the Raven. Yeah. And Bart is the Raven. And um, yeah, because that was also like, I'm big into poetry as well now. And that, the Raven by Edgar Allan Poe is probably one of my favorite poems. And I realized later on in life, that would have been my first exposure to that. So well, there you go. Kind of all ties in there. Horror, the poetry, you know. The Simpsons. Yeah. But other than that, um, Grizzly Tales. You remember oh, Grizzly, Grizzly Tales? Tales what was that for gruesome kids or something? Yeah, that that cartoon when we were kids. That what was that? It was just like each I, episode. Was I just... can't remember a single episode, but I can remember the intro. I remember it was so good. It was just like yeah, each episode was a different kid where often there would just be like a monster under their bed or something well, would happen something like, to them. Yeah, it'd be like their their parents tell them like an old wives' tale. Oh, and then it happens. And then to it them happens when they them. wake up or yeah. something. Yeah, that's right. And I guess the the thing that we haven't touched on yet, um, where we get the name of our podcast from, would be Goosebumps. Goosebumps, yes. Goosebumps books. Almost every kid's introduction to horror, really. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember in primary school, um, we'd have like library sessions where we'd have like a library bag. You'd go down there, you grab something, hire it out for the week and return it. I never read, like I, <laughs> I, never, I never finished any of them hey. when I was that young. But I remember as I got older, um, you know, my dad would, instead of like, paying me an allowance of pocket money or anything, he would like get me a Goosebumps book from the local book exchange when I was a kid. So you were poor too, huh? <laughs> and um, and I remember I had, I'm pretty sure every book in the original collection, which would have been, I don't know, like close to 200 or something. Maybe not Maybe not that many. Yeah, I know. I've looked into it. There's like about over 100, I'm sure. Um, yeah, and I would like read them uh, in my room or on car trips and, and stuff. And we bonded over that, I think, in, in high school as well. And, and what's your favorite Goosebumps book? <sighs> well, the reason this podcast is called Dead House is because the very first Goosebumps book is called Welcome to Dead House. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And, and we don't live together anymore. We <laughs> recently moved out, but um, we just thought that was rather fitting as well, living Indeed. together starting a horror movie podcast, both share love of Goosebumps. But my favorite one, um, oh, man, I think... We're, we could probably both agree that one of the best was Say Cheese and Die. Well, that is my favorite. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because it had a cool cover or... Mm. I, mean, it was, I, don't I know, thought it's just, it was just it's a just good such premise. a cool concept, yeah. Yeah. You take a photo and for those of you who don't know, it's like a cursed camera, like an old Polaroid camera mm. where mm. a kid always finds... Because there's several iterations of the Say Cheese and Die books. Yeah. A kid always finds it. Oh, cool old camera. That's cool. Retro type stuff. And they just start taking photos. But every time they take a photo... There's something wrong in it. Mm. And so like one that I remember was, I think she took a photo of her friend, mm. but in the photo, the friend's like skin was all like blown out and like distorted yeah. or something. Right. And then in like not soon, not that long after, their skin would just start to like get really hard and crusty. And yeah. So whatever, whatever happened yeah, whatever photo yeah. would happen in It was like life. a premonition. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I remember the one he like took a photo of the car and then... The car crashed or was about oh, to crash yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Um, and I think that was book four in that series. So it's still an older one. Um, oh, yes. But yeah, that... Um, oh, man. There was there was some good ones. Even just the classic, like... Is it Monster Blood? Where it's the yeah. teacher? Yep. Yeah. I don't know if it's teacher. Yeah, Monster Blood. Or, yeah. Monster Blood. Um, that was a good one. And what, how about the show? How fucking 90s <laughs> is the TV show? Well, you hadn't seen the show. I hadn't. You? No, I... 
You had no idea that I was even a show. I did not know it existed until like last year. And um, the first season's on Netflix. Holy shit. <laughs> the double bluff in that first episode. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone that... <laughs> Who wants to watch the show. For the 1% the- of people out there that are like me and love Goosebumps did not know there was a show. It... Uh, Watch episode one on Netflix. You will not regret it. It's so cringe. I was in tears of laughter just watching the intro sequence. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, good shit. Yeah, so other than like horror films, that's yeah, like Goosebumps, um, Treehouse of Horror episodes of The Simpsons, Crystal Tales, just like folklore and stuff. Mm-hmm. See, you had older siblings, so you would have had oh, like... Oh, yes. I mean, that's really what introduced me. Like, yeah. My, my older sister would watch... She wouldn't even watch good horror movies. She'd watch stupid horror movies like... Razorback mm. about some killer giant boar Ooh, in the Australian des- desert or something. I've still got to watch that. It's, it's not good. No. I wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, she watch like Rogue or like mm. Placid. Like none of the good horror movies, just all the offbeat B-grade. The, yeah, the cheesy kind of ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, see, so I guess a lot of your influence would have been like sort of handed down essentially. Whereas me being an only child, <laughs> I got mine from either my parents or just my imagination, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I guess moving beyond like you know, being a kid, like moving into high school and stuff. I have a weird family. <laughs> I love them to death. I have a yep, weird family. Yep. We would go to cemeteries at night. I think I, we took you a couple of times or you you and I had went had gone with we, friends. We and, yep. Um, Fun times. Yeah, we would just like look around and had some weird stuff Didn't happen. do anything bad or crazy. Let's would, preface that. No, we weren't troublemakers. No, we weren't desecrating graves or anything. <laughs> we were just intrigued and we enjoyed the history of it and... um yeah, just like the creepy vibe you'd get, some cool, weird photos, um, mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, I also sort of had some interesting, like, paranormal experiences, I guess, growing up. Like, the first house I lived in, I don't remember a lot of it because I was so young, but um, apparently I would, like, talk to people that weren't there in the house. My mum and dad would, like, see shadows yeah. or your mother, things. Your mother was talking to me about that just before this? Where yeah. You, you would talk to the old man in the corner while you were eating dinner. Yeah, just the neighbour would creep in through the window. At <laughs> <time>. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, just weird shit like that. So I guess I've always been sensitive to it. Um, and then, yeah, I remember, like, the next house we lived in, which was also in kind of regional Victoria, there were, like, things would move or, you know, I'd, like, set a toy up and go outside and tell my parents come back in and it'd be all packed away. I'd be like lying in my bed one night, roll over and I'd see like a dinosaur on my bedside table turn and face me like weird shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Traumatic shit. Um, That's the real dead house. So I guess I've always had a fascination with anything sort of macabre because of that experience. Good word. And, um, and I guess, uh, also, in high school, Nathan and I were in the same film and TV class. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And we made some terrible <laughs> films. I remember we made uh, a class film, which was called <laughs> called Average Day. Oh, boy, was it an average where, day. <laughs> where we all had to write a script and the, the, you know, the class would vote on the best script. Um, and we'd, you know, have certain people that would take on a different film role. Like there would be a cameraman... Uh, there would be an editor, Director, um, sound actors, designers, stuff like yeah, that. and everyone had to act in it. That was like oh, that's the, right, the key yeah. thing, everyone right? Had to be in it. And anyway, the the script that that was voted to to be shot was about um, a, a stand, a, an average school day where it turns into like <laughs> getting a, overrun a by zombies. zombies. Apocalypse, yeah, yeah, and um, we acted in it. Nathan was a dead kid, um, getting his throat eaten, and I, I was. Mean, just, I mean, I was. I was dead, but somehow I was still blinking. Oh, that's a terrible. <laughs> yeah, with terrible actor, the teacher apparently. in the background, all the Yo, tripod yeah. links. Actually, no, I was People also laughing. 
I was also uncredited. The hand. That, oh, you, yeah, <laughs> with that's With the right. ketchup tomato sauce in his hand that would splat against a wall. Yeah, that was good. Um, and I was just some kid like running past in the background <laughs> with someone else. With a but smile on his face. We, we were also, we were the sound design. Were we editors or sound designers? Well, I was definitely a sound designer. I don't know what I think we just were. worked together because you were sound designer, I was editor. Work is a strong, strong <laughs> word to use. I think the only actual sound designing and editing I did yeah. was, hey, Zombieland just came out. They used yeah. For Whom the Bell Tolls. What a banger. Let me do that. <laughs> yeah, so we, we stole that. We put Metallica in the credits. And, um, and credits help. Yeah, and then... Uh, so that was that was kind of cool. It was so cringe. I've got it like burnt onto a DVD <laughs> at home and I unearthed it when I was moving house recently and it was so <laughs> funny. Um, and we also made one in our own spare time. Um, I was big in a, in a film back then and I had like a little um, camcorder and would sort of... Um, get my friends together and we just like shoot stuff like impromptu things and I remember one was we went to a local cemetery local and cemetery, yep. yeah I think it was called A Long Shortcut <laughs> it was yeah um, a friend of mine yeah. at the time and I wrote this script where it was like some kids coming back from a party and they're walking home at night and they take a shortcut to a cemetery where there's rumored to be this guy there that kind of spooks kids and people have gone missing recently and all that kind of you know cringy yep. you know stereotypical yep. stuff and we go through there one by one. We get picked off, and I'm the last remaining one. I was the killer. I was Nathan, the guy. Nathan was the killer. Uh, I can't remember what we what did we list you as in the credits. Was I, it just like I got no idea? I can't remember. Homeless bum that attacks people in a cemetery. Um, yeah, but essentially, uh, he was like, yeah, shining a light from a distance. Um, pardon me. He was like throwing rocks at us. Grabbed one of them, ripped them off the path. Mm-hmm. Um, our good friend Sean just kind of like got possessed or whatever and walked <laughs> off on his own into the dark. And Actually, yeah, that's that's kind of a, a plot hole, I think, in it. Like, yeah. The whole video is about this crazy guy in a cemetery, mm. but then Sean gets possessed. <laughs> like, is it a supernatural movie or I know, is it a killer movie? It doesn't well, make sense. I watched it again or recently. Or was I possessed the whole time? You could have been. Yeah. I um, I, I've got it on my hard drive, and I watched it again recently. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> like, I, I don't agree with you. Big, well, things. That <laughs> I mean, sh- I, I have not seen it in maybe yeah what, ten years, probably. <laughs> things that are shot as like found footage, I think they can get away with a lot. So I think the <laughs> fact that it's like on literally a zero dollar budget <laughs> because we didn't invest any money into it at all. True. Yeah. It's funny. Anyway, so yeah, we've we've made films together. We've watched horror films together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've told horror stories together. We've had weird experiences together. And we even have matching horror movie tattoos. We do. Late last year, we, we each... Um, we decided that we wanted to get matching tattoos after uh, that same friend we spoke of before, Sean and I got matching um, band tattoos. And we Butterfly were like, on our lower back. <laughs> we both got tramp stamps. Absolutely. Um, and we were like, what can we get? Like, what, what's, what can we get that sort of ties our love uh, of each other? <laughs> <laughs> of our, our films together. Uh, so we, we both got knives. Nathan got like a hunting knife. With a ghost face ghost scream. Face, the ghost face killer knife. And I got like a kitchen knife with Michael Myers mask in it. Halloween, one of my favorite films of all time. And Scream being one of yours, it Absolutely. seemed only fitting. Yes. And uh, yeah, so we are now bound by, bound by blood. blood. And tears. Yes, that's right. But um, So that's us, Dylan and Nathan. A couple of weirdos that <laughs> like scary shit. Man, so we've spoken about like where our love of horror began and yes. um, a lot of yours came from your siblings, a lot of mine came yeah. from well, the folks. Well, to be fair, back then it was not a love of horror. I was mm. genuinely scared. I, <laughs> I well, got horrible anxiety from horror movies and scariness yeah. and stuff. It wasn't until, I don't know, <laughs> I was like 
13, 14, 15, probably older than I should have been, mm. where I actually started to be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, over it. It. I'm over it now. I'm no longer scared. I've been dead inside mm. long enough that <laughs> I don't get scared. I think that's why why I particularly, like I love cinema in general. Like I love, you know, um, Australian cinema, even just like gritty controversial dramas. And like, I, I just love cinema in general. I'm a, a nerd when it comes to that shit. And I think horror, one of the reasons that stands out to me, much like a lot of the music I listen to is just, I love honest, passionate music. And the fact that you can watch horror and be genuinely scared, <laughs> yeah. like that's the best reaction you can possibly get yeah. from a film. I mean, it's it's... It's odd. It's strange. You sit down to watch a movie so that you can get intending, scared. Intending to be scared. Yeah. yeah. So, but, and we spoke before about like, like what we thought were the first films, first horror films that we remember seeing at least. And um, yeah, Jaws and Scream. And I remember too, um, one of the first ones that I like th- actually enjoyed, like, because I remember Scream and Jaws mm. at the time, like genuinely yep. terrified me. Terrified. <laughs> Whereas the first one I saw and I was like, wow, this is awesome. This is probably um, Sleepy Hollow. Which I've not seen. Oh, really? Yeah, Tim Burton no. film. Oh, really? Um, and it was one of my favorite films for many, many years. And uh, I remember I had like a taped version from TV on like an old VHS as a kid. Um, yeah, Headless Horseman. Like how badass? Pretty pretty badass. Johnny Depp. Ichabod I mean, Crane. of course it's got Johnny Depp. It's Tim Burton. Yeah. Was yeah. it Helen on Bottom Cardam as well? It's Cardam, Probably. Cardam. I can't remember. But yeah, I remember that film distinctly as well. Um, well, my... Because I was also terrified of those movies. Yeah. The first movie that I was kind of forced to watch by, I don't remember who, a friend or someone, yeah. that I thought was a horror movie, and they were like, stop being a pussy, stop being a bitch, right. watch this movie. It was Underworld 3, <laughs> which is not at all a horror <laughs> oh, movie. Oh, like vampires and werewolves and yeah, stuff. Yeah, vampires and werewolves. Yeah. Not at all scary, not a horror movie. Yeah. But at the time, I thought it was because I was mm. a little bitch. And then I watched it and I was Wolf. like, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I, I love vampires and werewolves. I know they're so mm. campy now, but like... Van Helsing, like that, I love. Ken. Got I've terrible reviews, Helsing. but I fucking love Van Van Helsing, man. Good. Yeah, got, after I watched that, and I was like, "That's yeah. not scary." It opened me. It opened my eyes. I mean, hey, I'm not scared anymore. I can go watch, go yeah. back and watch Scream and Jaws and enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the nostalgic value, I think, which is why like a lot of our favorite horrors aren't necessarily good. It's just that, like we enjoy them for One, that purpose. Ones that we've had. Perhaps an emotional connection. Yeah, because like I, I loved like vampires and werewolves and zombies and all that shit growing up. And the fact that Van Helsing has like all that. Well, um, zombies. No, but you got you know, you know like Frankenstein, which is now like one of my favorite novels and true, um, true. things like that. Like if you can get past the cringy accents in the <laughs> film, like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde as well. Like it's oh, actually shit, yeah, true. It's a just a really good. It's kind of like a league of extraordinary gentlemen, but like horror. That's not a good comparison. That's, <laughs> all, that's a worse movie than Van Helsing. <laughs> well, Picture Dorian Gray. It's like, that's what made me think of it. That was the first like, time I'd ever heard of Picture Dorian Gray. I, got, just, I watched the movie. I'm like, hey, there's a dude with a painting. Who's this yeah, meant to be? Yeah. Another great novel. But um, yeah, so like my love of literature, I guess, also was tied in with that. But um, I remember another film talking about like, the trauma of like seeing a horror movie too young was this shitty film that I've never watched since and never even heard anyone talk about since was one called Split Second that my father showed me and it's like from memory I've only seen it the once (laughs) and I've never seen anything about it since from memory it was like this alien in like an American city that if you were attacked by it you could hear its heartbeat when it was nearby and this one guy he was like a retired cop or some shit um, had been attacked by and he was like track it down trying to hunt it 
and there was like these recent killings at nightclubs and stuff where people were being like disemboweled and all this shit and he, mm-hmm. he tracks it down and anyway I was terrified of that film <laughs> and um, it had a lot of like blood and gore in it as well and the good stuff and at the time I was living with my dad who had one of those showers that was like a bath and a shower in one with a fucking curtain yeah yep, so like I had already Psycho. seen Psycho and stuff like that but the fact that I had to shower not knowing what was on the other <laughs> side of that curtain after seeing people being murdered in like club bathrooms and shit I mean I think Terrified. I think Psycho has just ruined shower curtains. Mm. I mean, has mm. it? When did that movie it come just, out? Yeah. Since then. I just remember that film scarred me, but I don't remember much about it. And it was probably terrible. Undoubtedly, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much any film you remember from your childhood is not good. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm getting off track. Um, what are what are some of your favorite like horror styles? Or like subgenres? Subgenres. What are styles? your favorite types of horror I mean, that's an episode film? in of itself. I'd say number one. It's hard because it's. I like the body horror, mm. for lack of a better word, torture porn. Like, um, <laughs> like practical effects. Practical effects. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Movies like Hostel or mm. The Fly, like or Saw, the original, the thing, Saws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything where it's well, early Saw. Anything mm. where it's real and you can see a lot them. of David Cronenberg. David, stuff. yeah, David Cronenberg, yeah. Anything where it's practical effects that are just destroying the body. Mm. I don't know why that seems. Odd, yeah, but uh, yeah. but stuff like that. I think just because it showcases the practical effects of it. Yeah, I I have a bone to pick with CGI used sparingly, <laughs> and if it's used for like, yeah, used sparingly, I can get behind it. When you see these films like action blockbusters these days, and it's like the entire fucking thing is shot in front of a green screen. Yep, certain, like certain Marvel I, movies. Yeah, I I can't get behind that, but like in horror, if there's like a really cool death scene, like you know something's gone through someone's head and come out the other side and they're mm-hmm. still talking and moving about. Like that kind of shit just... I love that. But I um, think it it's it only works when it's a practical effect that yeah. is heightened with CGI. Yeah, Like you, yeah. you see it a lot where it's just, just CGI. Um, but even to go opposite of that, yeah. just practical effects, like the original Friday the 13th, we mm. watched that on the Friday the 13th. That's actually what spawned the idea of this podcast. We watched Friday the 13th, the OG one, on the last Friday the 13th. Which, yep. I don't know when that was, like a month or two ago, probably two months ago. I think it was... Was it December? December? Or was it January? Was it this year? Fuck. Maybe it was January. It's irrelevant is what yeah. it is. Um, but like in that movie where she gets the axe to the face. Yeah, yeah. It's... I like it. I love it because... It's it's practical. It, look, it looks good. I was but that's laughing. a bad. That's a bad effect. I was in tears watching that film. Yeah. It was so. But then <laughs> bad. It was good. Also in the same movie, you've got the super cool scene with a certain Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon. laying on the bed, yeah. and the fucking thing comes through his like neck, the and that looked great. Or whatever it was, yeah, that was sick. So I guess when done well, practical effects is great. Yeah, but I yeah. can't think of anything where it has mm. full CGI and looks really good. Well, even like gore. Like I'm not a huge gore person. Like a lot of these B grade films, you know that. Um, it's just people getting absolutely slaughtered and guts and blood everywhere. Like, I'm not really about that either. Like, if if it's um, I, I like the kind of shock and awe approach. Like, you've got a lot of suspense, you know, building up tension, and then something will happen where someone like loses a hand or an eye or something like that. Like that, I love. I don't just like all out blood and gore. Yeah, yeah. So when it's it's used to effect, mm. not not the type of movie where yeah. every other scene is just some gore. Yeah, hostile. I'm looking at you. <laughs> it's a good movie. Saw. Like. I mean, Saw is Saw is interesting because of the concept. I mean, the first Saw. Yeah. though, there's not much in that. It's so simple. There's it's a, one room. There's, well, 
most of it's in a room. Yeah. There's a guy in what a razor razor wire maze. It's not exactly gory. Yeah, yeah. There's a the, guy the bear in... trap, the reverse bear trap. Okay, well that's... well that's a flashback, right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably the goriest part of that movie, actually. Yeah. Well, is it? Because like she gets out of it. Yeah, but but she has to dig through the guy's fucking intestines oh, well, to yeah. get the key. Yeah, that's oh well. I mean, the goriest part of be fucking cutting off his leg. But you don't see that, do you? I need to watch it again. Fuck. I guess I didn't. I Maybe don't you don't. Maybe I don't, you see him. I think you cutting. see his reaction, and then you just see like a leg and a shackle. I mean, I could be wrong, but wasn't that a, like a student college film or something? Yeah, like they, they, James they Wan and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy that was in it. Um, I don't know. Fuck, we've gone full circle. We've come back to Saw again. Stop talking about Saw. Um, but yeah, so uh, well, me personally, I also mentioned this before we started recording was like. I love a lot of the classic horror. And when I say classic, like I'm talking like 70s era kind of horror where it was like everything was like an original concept. Everything was in color. It was like practical effects. It was all kind of like that shock and awe thing. Whereas like you move into the 80s and that's where you see like a lot of the franchises take off like Friday yeah, the 13th, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween really took off that kind of thing. Yep. And then like, you know, you get into the 90s and you've got like the gritty... Um, kind of ones and the edgy, edgy films, a lot more like kind Two, of early two thousands when it got really edgy. Yeah, horror took a really dark, weird turn. Yeah, in the early two thousands. Because I mean, in recent times, like there's not really been many horror films I've been excited to see. I I'd agree with that, but in the same token, I think in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of movies that have taken me by surprise and I've loved. Mm. Like, well. Because everything these days, well, so much these days is like sequels, requels, remakes. Yeah, but ignore, if you wade through that shitstorm, yeah. you find stuff like like the Midsummer or like the Hereditary. Well, true. You get yet. some breakout, like Jordan Peele, like all these breakout directors that are actually like crushing it on their debut yeah, films. Yeah. They're also original concepts, though. That's so what that, I mean. That ties we've, into what we've I'm saying. We've come full circle that nowadays we seem to be seeing a lot more original stuff. Mm. Hopefully, out of the whole remake, requel stuff from the last couple of years. Yeah, because I mean, I I was really keen to see like the 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 rest of the Halloween trilogy, the the David Gordon Green trilogy, which for some reason Danny McBride <laughs> helped write. <laughs> like what? What? Um, and because like that 2018 Halloween, I loved that they made it like a direct sequel. So I was like, okay, disregard every <laughs> sequel of the last 40 years. Yep. This is what happened next. Like I actually. Really, really enjoyed that. It's a good idea, but then they ruined it by making two more movies after that. Yeah, yeah. Like if for, for anyone that hasn't seen the third one in that new trilogy yet, don't. <laughs> but maybe I'm sure some some people out there must like it. Mm, Those mm. people are wrong, but yeah. they're entitled to their wrong opinion. That's right. <laughs> anyway, um, see, I'm a I'm a sucker for like storylines. Like I was saying before, I love an original concept. So, you know, if there's a film that can sort of take some classic tropes or like the horror stereotypes and they can um, either like, you know, portray it in an unconventional way or they've got like a completely new concept um, using the same context. Mm -hmm. Like that, um, I'm a big fan of that kind of thing. It's a fine line because I love I love original new ideas, but I just love classic slashes. Like I love <laughs> it, just a dude running around with a knife or a gun killing people. Like it's just something about it. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just mindless. It's effective because it's it's real. It yeah. Has, actually, this is reminding me. One of the first horror movies I think that we discovered that we liked together is mm. The Strangers. 
Yeah, right? actually, I, I think I, I think that's the first, really, the first sort of horror thriller movie. Yeah. that we talked about that we liked. That's true, and that get that has. That's a divisive film. That's had some interesting yeah, reviews. Nobody, nobody is okay with that film. Either yeah. you love that film or you hate that film. Yeah, yeah. I, I know more people that dislike it than like it. <laughs> but I... Yeah, I remember I saw that with my family. And I shit you not, I think it was like a week later, we had someone try to break into our house. <laughs> um, I slept through the whole ordeal apparently. But um, yeah, that apparently was like a dude, like a drunk dude knocking at the door. And then he ended up on our roof and cops got called and everything. And it was, yeah, a whole yeah, look, thing. I want to apologize. I had a lot to drink that night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but movies like that where... Because we watched that on All Nighter together, didn't we? With some friends. I want to I want to say so. I, th- I think yeah. we did. Yeah. I think that might have been... No, that wasn't the first time I saw it for sure. Mm. No, no, no. Yeah, but that's where we found out we both really loved it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, movies like where it's just a guy with a knife because it's so real. It's yeah, it, could, it happen could happen at any time. That's right. One yeah. of my least favorite genres, sort of styles, is uh, like hauntings, haunting movies, ghostly. Yeah, yeah. Not supernatural, like possession movies. I don't know. It, just, mm. it doesn't do it for me. Do you think it's because that stuff isn't like real Re- to oh, everyone? Well, hot take. Or would you, or it, would you say it's because a lot of people like don't believe in that stuff, whereas some people do, and they take it so like it takes itself too seriously. Too seriously. Whereas if you've got a film, it, that, that, I think there's a disconnect in my mind yeah. where it's like this is so not real, and because I mean, who knows what's out there? There might mm. be ghosts. We don't know that. But uh, in all the movies, there's so blatantly ghosts. Yeah. Well, sure. Oh, it's like um. Yeah, because that's an interesting point you make, actually, because it's like a guy or a girl running around with a knife killing people. Like, that could happen. It does happen. Um, but, you know, a film where there's, like, aliens coming down and abducting people and terrorizing the world, or if there's monsters, you know, springing out of a lake and, and killing a whole town. Like, that stuff is, like, blatantly fictitious, so it's easier to digest mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. like, the purpose of escapism. Whereas if you've got something that sort of, like, balances in between, like, ghosts and hauntings and possession, which, mm-hmm. you know... A lot of people are on the fence about it. It's like, does it exist? Doesn't exist? Yeah. Very polarizing argument. I can it's, see why. It's not so out there enough that you can suspend your disbelief entirely. Yeah, and just accept it for what it is. Yeah. I, th- I think it's also just like, it's the same thing every time. It's just mm. a ghost or yeah. a demon in a house that haunts people. That's it's not has, very interesting. There's no motive. It, yeah. Ghosts don't have motives. People have motives. You never heard of unfinished business? Casper, um, <laughs> but it's never really that in ghost movies, is it? Name one ghost movie where it's a ghost that has unfinished business. I mean, I'm not, you know, an authority on the subject, but there's no ghost movie. I could say one. where it's personal. I could say one, but it's a big twist, and I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't seen it, even though it's probably like 15 years old, 20 years old now. Tell me with your eyes, what is it? <laughs> Should I just say it? No, I'm not going to say it. Anyway, okay. films where it's like demonic possession, that's like like biblical, right? So like, because hmm. one of the, like my favorite probably demonic possession film would be the first Conjuring, which I think we saw the movies or... Yeah, I believe I, so. I think we saw yes. the movies, yeah. And that was James Wan as well. So yep. he's getting a lot of shout outs in, you know, in, in you this know, episode. You know what James Wan, no, you know what else he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... But yeah, that was just really well done because it was like such a slow burn. Yeah, and I, I mean, and I okay. like the tension. I will say, as much as I'm not a fan of most ghosts or possession horror, mm. like haunted house movies, The Conjuring was good. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I, I think it was a bit overhyped. Yeah, okay. For some reason, people were calling it The Conjuring. 
Yeah. I don't know if that's just because we went it's to not a common word, right? or I watched the third movie, like the, what was, what was it called? Devil Maybe Do It or something? Oh, like have that? you seen that? No, I, I, did, wa- I, I watched watch that. it end of last year. Okay. I think it has been updated to my least favorite horror movie. Oh, I, I thought you were about to say Pharaoh. It's got to lean no, across his table bad. and slap It's you. awful. I, <laughs> oh, it's too much to get into. But the, when we're talking about they take it themselves too seriously and mm. in the movie they take it as fact. Well, mm. now I'm completely out of the movie because yeah, okay. you're taking okay. this thing that might be real, might not, and now it's completely not real. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's like we... Another thing we should probably make a clear distinction in, in the first episode of this podcast as well is we've often talked about like what constitutes a horror film <laughs> because you've also got thriller, right? And, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I remember... Um, Briefly at uni, I did like a, a script writing unit, and one of the things that the lecturer said was, "What makes a horror film horror, not thriller, is the supernatural element. So mm-hmm. it's something that is not actually possible." And you know, we we were talking about that just before um, today, and we were like, you know, if it's a supernatural element, then that would mean Scream is not a horror film. Yeah. Because it's just... Apparently some, Scream is just a thriller. Yeah, but it's just a That killer. doesn't track with me. No, no. So I think... Well, this was my idea. I was like, all right, so a horror film is either a supernatural element or there's blood and gore. Because if you've got a... You can have a thriller, which is like tension, and there can be death and mm-hmm. deception and all that kind of stuff. But as soon as you've got like monsters or aliens or demonic possession, all that kind of stuff, it becomes horror because if you look at it like through that lens, then the film's like, what's the example I said earlier? Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like that. That's definitely thriller. Yeah. Like that would be thriller. I mean, I don't know. It's just a but feeling. Then, yeah. But, but then you- The Strangers is just a home invasion where people die. So that's horror because there's violence. Maybe it's I'd, violence. I'd call that a thriller. I've dug myself a hole. Like, here. there's nothing supernatural about that. Okay. When we're talking about these films, we might need to. to... Maybe we... this can be a horror and a thriller <laughs> podcast. How about that? This is just a scary. This place. is just a scary. We can talk. Scary about movie podcast. We're only talking about the parodies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, the first one. The sorry. first. Th- I'll give it three. I'll say the three. first three were fine. Okay. So uh, yeah, well, so what have we touched on? We've we've spoken about. What the podcast is going to involve, what type of horror we like. I think that's. Uh, I think that's. I think that's, that's about it. it. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys later. Mm-hmm. We'll. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs>